This is episode 139 with Taylor Rue. Welcome to the Pursuit of Happiness podcast. I am your host, Brian McGuire. And if you are in pursuit of your own happiness, this is the podcast for you. Join me along my own journey in finding happiness as I cover topics such as health, wellness, mindset, travel, adventure, dating, relationships, and so much more as I interview some of the most passionate and successful people in the world. And I could not be more excited to introduce to you, if you don't already know her already, today's guest from Netflix's Love is Blind Season 5, Taylor Rue. And if you're unfamiliar with Love is Blind, where have you been? It is one of the most talked about shows, I would say, over the last few years. And if you have Netflix, you've probably heard of it. If not seen it, I know my wife and I will admit it's our guilty pleasure. We definitely indulge on Love is Blind. It is super, super interesting. Season 5 just came out in September of 2023. And for those of you who don't know, it is literally a show trying to figure out if love is actually blind where a group of I'd say about 15 men and 15 women date but it's through a wall so you cannot see each other but it's just conversations with no distractions and truly truly getting to know each other to see if you can fall in love and the whole purpose is to leave there engaged after I think a week or two and some couples actually make it most of them don't but sometimes the experiment does work out like I said it's super interesting and the first episode of season five they do an interview with Taylor and it really caught my eye because she talked about her growth as a woman and how some years back she did not have self-love for herself and how she worked on that and how she was in a great place to hopefully find a future husband on the show. And in my personal opinion, we are team Taylor in this house. The way she carries and conducts herself on this season I thought was pretty incredible. I could definitely see the growth that she was talking about. So I reached out and I said, hey, I really wanna know what this growth is that you were talking about. So Taylor, thank you for giving us the insight of that. And of course, what kind of podcast host would I be if I didn't ask her some questions of what happens behind the scenes of Love is Blind? So you will have to listen to find out those answers. Taylor, thank you once again for being so honest and vulnerable on my podcast. Please follow her. All of her links are in the show notes below. If you've enjoyed this episode or any of my other episodes, Please share this with friends and family. Sharing is caring. Also, leave a review if you have just a minute. I really, really appreciate that. Follow me on Instagram at the Pursuit of Happiness podcast. And also subscribe so you know when the latest episodes are released. All right, I know you're tired of hearing me ramble on here, so let's get going. Without further ado, here is Taylor Rue. Taylor. Sorry about that. I was dropping the kids off. Oh, you're all good. You look familiar. (laughs) (laughs) Got a familiar face, huh? (laughs) Yes. It's it's wonderful to meet you. Wonderful to see you. Um, Just confirming we got 30 minutes, right? 
Yes, yes. Okay. Well, let's roll. Let's we do this. Do- <laughs> uh, I have, I feel like I have to say this. Wonderful makeup, by the way. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. No, you, no, you look wonderful. Uh, for people that don't know, Taylor, season five, Love is Blind. My wife and I got sucked into the whole Love is Blind atmosphere, if you will. Um, did you, I, I, I'm just curious, like, what were your expectations when you, I guess, went through the whole process of like signing up, not just signing up, then also whatever happens after that, they accept you, they interview you, like what happens after that? Yeah. So I actually got an email or not an email, an uh, Instagram message, like a request and then a message about love is blind. And I was like, this is a scam. Like there's no way this is real. So I think I ignored the first one. And then the guy was like, Hey, this is real. We're not kidding. And I was like, wait, this is actually so cool. This is real. And so I didn't apply for it. It was just through Instagram. And then I did have to go through like the whole background check and some interviews and stuff like that. And then once they told me I got it, I was like, holy crap, this is real. Um, But honestly, like when they asked me, I had been single for four years. So my expectations, like I went in looking for a husband. That's amazing. It's it's really cool because, you know, we watch it from an outside perspective. We also know Netflix, not just Netflix, but in general, TV and you know, reality mm-hmm. TV tends to bend things or edit things. Um, basically, kind of what you see is what you get is, is what yeah. you're saying. Or is there, is there things that is just kind of like, eh, Netflix kinds of kind of edits out some things? I mean, there's stuff that's definitely like edited out. Um, like for me, for example, like my um, situation, you didn't get to see us dating for as long as we dated, right? You got to see like a couple of pod dates. And so there's definitely stuff that's cut out, but I mean, really what you see is how it really was, you know, yeah. but there's, but... did you have any hesitation on falling in love with someone that you had it? scene i for me i'd feel like that sounds cool but it's like do i really want to do like i'd be so nervous at the same time yeah no i was definitely nervous um but i think just like after talking to him for those like long long days and long hours Hmm. i was certain about it so like by the end of it before we met i didn't have any like fears or doubt in my mind maybe like early on i was like wait i'm crazy for doing this but you know you've seen it like in past seasons the couples work out so i had hope Mm. Yeah, I guess that's another question I had too, is like, what were your expectations and did being on the show actually kind of live up to them or how did that work? Um, Yeah, because like I had watched past seasons, like I said, and um, I guess it, it lived up to my expectations. Obviously, I wanted a different outcome, um, but everything was, oh no, every, can you still see me? I'm sorry. You're, you're good. Everything, um was basically like the same that I thought other than the living situation I guess they thought we were all going to kind of live together and we had our own place um that was different but other than that everything kind of lived up to what I thought it was going to be like all right so I am kind of curious I gotta ask my wife was like ask her what the living situation is like I was like (laughs) all right I'll ask her yeah what what is the living situation like that we don't get to see yeah you uh you live in a hotel by yourself oh you do oh by yourself okay yeah you don't they just, you know, they want to catch everything. And so that's how it is. So is it filmed in like a studio and you actually leave and walk outside and go to a hotel? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You get in okay. a car and, and go. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> I feel like I want to take advantage of like all these questions of yeah. you. I, I will <laughs> say I can answer. <laughs> I'm not on here just to grill you about love is blind. Oh, yeah. <laughs> One, okay. So I would say what 20 minutes into episode one, I would say give or take is when kind of like they do your interview. And I just watched it again just the other day. Huh. And it definitely caught my eye immediately because the first thing you had said was like, I was at a place a few years ago where I didn't really love myself. And I got to a place where I became more confident in myself mm -hmm. and I started to love myself. And that's why I'm here. Mm -hmm. For me personally, that's like music to my ears. I'm mm -hmm. like, oh, that's the type of person that like everybody should find or everybody should want to be with. And once I heard that, it's like I said, it caught my eye because I feel like that's maturity, self-awareness. Um, that's something that I'm constantly trying to achieve. And that's something uh, I like to have, uh, you know, people on my podcast to talk about. And so I, I heard you say that. And then I followed your journey throughout the show. And I was like, I mean, I, my wife and I are pretty open. I'm like, I would date her. Like, she's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I just kept saying like every, like, every time they showed you guys, I was like, Taylor would be my number one. Like I would definitely yeah. date this girl. Like she is <laughs> awesome. She's great. So as I mentioned in our emails back and forth, we're team Taylor in this house. <laughs> we, we love you and, and who you are and, you know, how you represented yourself, Thank um, you so. not just in the beginning, but you know, when times got tough, you can say, or whatever, I still feel like you were super mature. And I was like, Personally, I was like, I'm glad you weren't just like along for the ride just to get more extra camera time or whatever comes with that. You made up your decision. You went with your gut and you was just like, all right. And that's kind of it for me. So yeah. I, I was like, good for you. Good for you. Um, yeah. I'm also curious too. We'll talk about that. That's what we're going to talk about. We'll talk about that in yeah. a second. But um, when was this filmed? We are talking November 1st, 2023. When was this filmed? Um, this was like over a year and a half ago now. Wow. So yeah, pretty crazy. And I felt like for the past year and a half, I was like, did I wear too much makeup to the reveal? Like, I'm not sure, you know, cause oh, I, man. and then I saw the preview come out and I was like, I did not wear too much makeup. <laughs> like, absolutely not. But I, really thought about it for like the longest time like did I look terrible on TV <laughs> uh, I can but, imagine that that messed with your head quite a bit until like the release and then was this something you kind of like was like god damn now everyone's gonna see this like were you was that going through your mind a little bit um about everybody seeing it about everyone seeing like I guess the conversation that you I mean you were for you were in the wrong. Like I kind of want to go back real quick to what happened to people listening. What are they talking about? But yeah. like it's not like wrong or right or whatever. But I was like, I think ninety nine point nine percent of the people saw your perspective. I was like, what the hell is this? Stuff? Yeah. What is this going on here? Like, yeah. were you just kind of waiting for that to just kind of be out in the open? Honestly, yeah. But I didn't know, you know, which parts of our relationship they were going to take and put on TV. That's true. So I didn't know if that was going to be on TV. Um. I was in a way hoping it would be because like I did think what I did was right and it was like the strong thing to do. And I feel like a lot of women or even men stay in relationships that are just toxic for them and they stay in it because they don't think they can get any better. And 
they're being belittled, you know, belittled. And so for me, I was like, I'm hopeful that that's shown so it can help out people that are in those situations. But I had no idea if it was going to be shown or not. Yeah, that's a good point. Did you feel like you had to live some life in secrecy in the last like year and a half or so? Could you talk about this? No, you can talk about it. It, wow. Yeah, it had to stay like low key. I mean, obviously, like my family and my closest friends knew. I always joke. I'm like, if I would have just peaced out for three weeks, uh, there would have been like a missing persons report all over. <laughs> so like I had to tell my closest people, you know. Okay, so I'm curious. So if let's say you were to get married, what are you like contractually like liable to like do or not do you just can't share you can't tell anybody you yeah so you just can't tell anybody so like the couple that did get married I mean they didn't post they didn't talk about it like obviously their closest people that went to the wedding knew right. the people from the show knew but other than that like you yeah you cannot talk about it I feel like such a dweeb asking this question but is love blind I feel like I have to <laughs> I feel like I have to ask you that <laughs> no it's fine I still say yes because like I fell for somebody blindly mm -hmm. but I think there's so much more to it than just like the I guess emotional connection um I don't know like I physical is not the biggest thing obviously right but it's part of it and he wasn't physically attracted to me so that caused damage to our relationship I think um a sexual attraction is also important and we had no sexual chemistry. And so that damaged our relationship. So I think, yes, it, I do still think love is blind, but I think a, there's a lot more to that, you know? Yeah. Would you say you need more than love to make a relationship work? I mean, I think when you really love somebody, you make it work. But I think looking back, I don't think JP loved me so maybe that's why it didn't work out you know in the end but mm. I think when you really love somebody love can take you all the way you know yeah and I'm thinking like putting myself in your shoes like for people that probably are like how could you fall in love with someone that you know you don't see um but I'm thinking like how many of us have actually dated with no distractions like you guys had no distractions, right? It was a hundred percent focus on the person you were talking to. Yeah. We had no phones, no TV, no family, no friends. Like the friends were our friends in the, you know, the girls in the living quarters or whatever. And you are a hundred percent focused on that person. And I think that if more of us did that, more of us would, you know, fall in love or, you know, find whoever we're looking for. But it's so hard. Like when we have our phones, you know, you go on dates and you start looking at Instagram while you're on a date or whatever, and you're not even focused on who you're on a date with, whatever. That's just an example, but you don't have that there, which is really, really nice. It is right. Yeah. It's, did they take a moment to get used to is not being able to pick up your phone or check things? Oh yeah. I'm like, have my phone attached to my hip. <laughs> Um, and I am so close with my family and friends. So it was really hard. Um, uh, probably like the first week was really hard for me. And then I kind of got used to it. Right. Yeah. I mean, honestly, there's a part of like jealousy that comes along with like watching you guys date and just like have conversations being like one-on-one -on -one with each other. It's like, we don't even like do that. And not just for dating, but like just life in general, like how refreshing that must feel just to be completely present in the moment. Yeah. Like, that's, that's one. Has that taught you anything uh, now? Oh, yeah. Like when you, yeah, it does. It yeah. Did. I mean, the whole process taught me a lot. Like, um, so I'm now dating somebody. Um, he's the best, but he's, he's very lucky. 
<laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, he's great. He's so sweet. But um, before that, you know, I was I was dating. You know, got back into the dating world, and for me, I feel like the whole process changed it for me. I started to focus on like the important stuff uh, super early on on dates, whereas maybe a couple of years ago, I was focusing on looks or height or did they make money? I mean, which is important, but it's not most important thing and now I really focus on like do our values and beliefs line up like because if not we're not going to get along at the end of the day Mm -hmm. and so yeah it it taught me a lot I'm definitely more focused when I go you know out with people like I said I'm taken out but beforehand like I wasn't going to pick up my phone on a date after love is blind you know so it definitely taught me a lot it taught me a lot about dating and about myself that's great yeah I remember um when I was single and dating, like when, when people would be on their phones, just texting other people is like, that was like the biggest pet peeve of mine yeah. by far. Yeah. It's so um, I yes. was probably one of those people. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, I really like this girl, but she keeps being at her phone. So I don't know if it's going to work. <laughs> um, all right. Well, it sounds like you've learned a lot and some growth. So I think that's a really good segue into like the main gist of why I wanted to have this conversation with you is to kind of hit on, the first interview that was shown on Netflix um, is just your growth uh, as a woman. And I would love for you to kind of talk about that, assuming that you're comfortable talking about that. And perhaps, you know, some things that people can take away from this, um, some advice that you would have to share, because like I said, like you're still pretty young and the way you carried yourself, the maturity I don't know where you fall as far as ages of people on the show, but I was like, this girl has it together compared to like (laughs) most everybody that I saw on the show. So I think we all can learn something from you and the growth that you have. So if you don't mind talking about your journey, that would be awesome. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, a few years back, I, I was in a very toxic relationship. um, And I think that's kind of when I started to, I don't want to say like hate myself, but I started to look at myself differently. Um, I just, I was like unhealthy and a physical way and a mental way. And I remember it was just, it wasn't anything I did. I didn't lose a bunch of weight. I didn't drop somebody. I didn't, it wasn't anything like that. I literally, I prayed, I journaled, I leaned on my family and friends. And I eventually got to this point where I was like, I'm miserable and Mm. I'm not doing this anymore because I have one body and I have one life and life's too short and we're not ever granted tomorrow. So I'm not doing this anymore. And I remember just waking up and looking at myself in the mirror and being like, this is it. Like it's a new day and I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to change. This is it. And so after that, it took some time obviously, but after that, I, that's when I got healthier physically. Um, but I also dropped people that were bad for me. Um, Mm, was that hard? I mean, yeah, it's always hard dropping people because it's not like I didn't love those people. It's just they weren't good for me. And I think, yeah, it was hard. But at the end, I came out on top, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it was just a moment that I had. And I'm so glad I had the moment. But I think with family, friends, God, honestly, that's what got me there. Um, but yeah, growth. I think growth is hard. I think change is scary. Um, but I think once you get to that certain point, I don't know. I just, you're a different person. You know, Mm. you look Mm. at life differently. You life is so much better. It's so much brighter, you know? 
How do you look at life differently now than you did a few years ago? Well, I've always been like a kind person. So I can't say I was like mean back in the day because I wasn't, but I was just like negative about certain things. And it's like, now I'm so much more positive. And I honestly, like, like I said, I feel like life is brighter. <laughs> like, I feel like every day is going to be a good day. And even if it's like, I have sad moments or bad moments, of course, everybody does. But at the end of the day, like life is good and I'm here and it's short. And so I want to enjoy it. So as far as that turning point goes, you just woke up that one day and saw yourself in the mirror. Did you make like a conscious decision? Was there something that led up to that moment? I think just like being put down by the person I was with. Um, I was. Were you, were you still in the relationship or did you get out of it at that point? So I was out of it, but we were still communicating, if that makes sense. Yes, it does. Um, <laughs> it was not healthy at all, mm. but I think just being put down so much and I was getting cheated on. And it just was a moment where I was like, he had done something that drove me to this moment, which thank God, because it changed me, Mm -hmm. but he had done something that drove me to this moment where I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. Like I'm a good person. I have a good heart. Um, you know, I, I need to, I need to fix this. And so, um, and I won't like speak on what he did necessarily, but, um, yeah, it was just, I woke up and I, and I prayed, I prayed and I prayed and I was like, God, I need a sign. I need a sign. And God gave me that sign. And then I just, yeah, I looked at myself in the mirror. I also think something that's really cool is like, you know, being positive to yourself while you're looking at yourself in the mirror. I think that's a huge thing. Um, therapy, mm-hmm. there's so many things that you can do to get you to the point that, you know, you want to be at. Thank you for talking about that because I was curious to know like what specific steps you took that worked for you granted like everybody's life is different everyone's situation is mm-hmm. different but like it or not people probably look up to you and so yeah. if you give people like hey this is what I did mm-hmm. you can give it a shot so what are some of those things to you I know you just said therapy perhaps mm-hmm. fitness like journaling like hit on some of those things that work yeah. for you Yeah. So therapy, I went uh, a a couple of times and then, like I said, journaling was really big. I actually uh, got really into journaling um, when I was on the show, but journaling, um, like I said, praying, if you're a, you know, a Christian or a believer, and then um, like leaning on the people that love you because they're not going anywhere. Hmm. So my parents were huge in that. My grandparents were huge. My sister um, walking outside. I know that sounds silly, but just like nature and being outside, it's so good for like your body and your brain. And it just like released so many emotions that I needed to like let go of. And I still walk outside like a lot um, and just doing things for me um, that I like to do. So like telling people no occasionally, it's okay to tell people no, you know? Um, so yeah, I mean, traveling was something that really helped me. I got uh, really into that. Um, even if it was just like 45 minutes down the road to the beach or whatever, just little things like that that helped me out. It's funny you just said kind of like doing things to make you happy. I had a conversation not too long ago on a recent podcast. Um, and he really talked about he's he was a he's a coach, he's a life coach, and he was talking about like filling up your own cup first before yeah. you start filling up other people's. And I think that's hard for a lot of people to grasp, and honestly, including myself sometimes, right? Because I think many of us kind of learn to like put others before you sometimes, don't be selfish. Um, it's considered selfish if you just kind of like work on yourself and you say no to others and don't help them. Mm -hmm. But 
the more conversations I've had, the more life I've lived and just talking to you right now, it's like you really do learn how you've got to take the time for yourself to fill your own cup, to get your own enjoyment out of life. So you can kind of then share that with others. Is that something, were you doing that before this big transformation? Or is that something you kind of learned along the way? Um, it's definitely something, well, I, you know, I started before the transformation, but I learned along the way. Um, I feel like I used to put people before me and especially like people I dated and I thought I needed them to make me happy. And and then it was like that realization, which is like, I, sorry about that. (laughs) I make myself happy. Nobody else is going to make me happy. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, can't control anybody. Can't make, you know, anybody do something that they don't want to do. And so, yeah, just like living for me, which like, I am still a selfless person, but I put myself first. And I think that is important uh, to remember for sure. What is self-love to you? If you can define it, because I think it's one of those terms, a lot of us here consistently like oh you got to love yourself first or if you like after you like have a breakup it was like well work on yourself but Mm -hmm. make yourself happy yeah what is that to you and correct me if i'm wrong is it a consistent i don't want to say battle but kind of like a a grind that you have to constantly keep putting work towards oh yeah i will still like catch myself sometimes being like negative to myself Mm -hmm. and like even the other day i was like ah this or like you know i was talking about my body and I looked at my boyfriend, I was like, I have to stop doing that. Like now I have to stop. You just like, you have to catch yourself. I feel like, cause if you keep being so negative towards yourself, then other people are going to be negative towards you. And you're also going to be negative towards other people. And it's just like this big mess. Right. Mm-hmm. But, um, for me, yeah. Self-love is just, I mean, that's such a hard thing I think to explain because there's so many things that go into it. Um, and like, yeah, putting yourself you know, first and making yourself happy. I honestly think it's just doing things that you want to do that make you feel good. So if you, I'm just going to use this as an example, want to wear makeup, put on the damn makeup. (laughs) Like if you don't, don't wear it. If you want to get filler, go get filler. If you want to go to the gym, go to the gym, like do things for you. Mm -hmm. And I think like your life will just change. Um, But self-love is, I feel like it's such a hard term to explain, you know? No, it really is. It's such a generic term. So I appreciate mm-hmm. you kind of just diving into that for a moment. And would you say self-talk is something that you thought about? Is that something that you work on? Self-talk? Yeah. The way you kind of talk to yourself or talk oh, about yeah. yourself. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like I said, like the other day, I literally had to stop myself and say, I'm done. Like got to stop doing that. Cause I'm like, I'm still, I have my moments where I'm like, oh my gosh, I gained three pounds. I need mm-hmm. to whatever, you know? And it's like, it's okay. Like relax. <laughs> it's not yeah. a big deal. You hear um, that a lot from, from females, but I know males guys go through it too. We just don't oper- outwardly kind of say it, I yeah, guess, if you yeah, will, we all, <laughs> we all have our moments. And it's, it's funny yeah. you say this because uh, my wife, Kristen, Kristen, I love you, but like, she's, we're halfway through the pregnancy now she's pregnant Yay. and uh, her body is obviously changing. And there's a yeah. lot of conversations behind closed doors, how, you know, she's trying to get used to that. She's someone that's an athlete. She's consistently, you know, been fit, uh, diet nutrition has been important to her, but you know, the body changes when you get pregnant. Yeah. So it's hard. Of, I feel like, yeah. 
well, I mean, as women, I mean, definitely with pregnancy, but like, even from like high school to college and then college to like adulthood, like your body is always changing, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but I know my sister dealt with, look, there's my sister right there when she was pregnant. Um, she dealt with, um, that body image thing, like, and even now her baby is over a year, she's still dealing with it. So I know that's hard for a lot of women, but mm-hmm you are about to make a child or you are making a child. And that's like such a freaking cool thing. And I think you should just embrace it. So tell your wife to embrace it. (laughs) Are y'all having a boy or a girl? We just found out a few weeks ago, we're having a boy and we had the anatomy scan this morning and everything is wonderful. He is very healthy. It's great to say he now instead of like it. Um, (laughs) I will 1000% say, Hey, Taylor says to embrace it. So listen to Taylor because she knows what she's (laughs) talking about. We are definitely team Taylor here. Like I said, um, I know we only have a few minutes left, but, uh, would you consider yourself a celebrity now? Like, (laughs) do you get, I mean, I'm sure you get noticed, right. And I'm sure you get hit up a lot and like, what's your life? How's your life been since the show? Life's good. It's busy because I'm obviously still teaching. And then I started a website with my sister for hats and we're going to add more to it eventually. It's probably like makeup bags and stuff like that. So that's been really fun. Um, Honestly, life's been so fun, just busy. Uh, But I don't know why I would consider myself like a celebrity. but people know you and you get people like me just hey (laughs) do you want to come it's so fun it's so fun and I love when people are like hey are you Taylor from love is blind (laughs) yeah um it's fun I love it um and Snooki followed me on Instagram and I was like Snooki followed me like (laughs) maybe I'm like a mini celebrity no you really are and like I said like I don't know. You, you made those few sentences uh, right in the beginning that caught my attention. And that's the reason why I reached out to you and I wanted you on this episode. And I think like it or not, there's probably a lot of girls out there, women, girls that see you and they look up to you now because of what you said, your growth, the growth that we just discussed, how you handled yourself, how you continue to handle yourself. Um, the re the reunion didn't get as much airtime as I was hoping you would get. Um, I know. <laughs> when was that filmed? Uh, I think three weeks ago, four weeks ago. It was like we filmed it and then it was out. Like oh, that it was out. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I always wonder with the timing of of these things, yeah. but uh, I am so thankful for your time. I have one more question for you. Well, actually, two more questions for you. One of them is like, where can people? find you, follow you, work with you, please share yeah. that. Uh, Instagram, TikTok. Um, my username is the same for both. It's Taylor M. Rue. Um, somebody took Taylor Rue. Don't know who it is, but <laughs> Taylor M. Rue. And then I have a cameo. You can talk to me on there. Um, but yeah. That's where awesome. you can- I will link everything in the show notes as well. So people scroll down, go ahead and click on and follow you. Uh, you're a great follow. And I want to ask, is there anything you would do different? Um, Like on the show? Yeah, on the show. Is there anything you do differently uh, or are you happy with the way everything turned out? I I guess I'm happy with how everything turned out because I'm happy now. Um, but looking back, I probably should have given more people my time. I was so mm. set on JP so early on that I just cut everybody else off and for the longest time I did regret that but not anymore because I'm good and I'm happy but if I could go back and tell anybody that's about to go on the show 
give everybody your time. Like, mm. don't just cut people off because you think, you know, day one or two, you know who you like, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll tell you what, Taylor, I will let you go, but you're welcome back anytime. Mm-hmm. I have way more questions for you yeah. at some point. So I'm happy to dive in whenever you're available. Taylor, yeah, thank you so much fun. for your time. Okay. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Stay in touch. Bye. Okay. Bye. bye. Thank you so much for Taylor for joining me on this episode. What a sweetheart. She's welcome back anytime. Uh, There are many more questions I have about Love is Blind, honestly. But I'm super excited to hear about your growth and see your growth as a woman. Um, It comes across very clearly. So congratulations on all that self-work that you've done to become just such a great person. And if you've loved this episode or any other episode, like I said in the beginning, please share with friends or family. Take just a moment to leave a review. I really do appreciate that. Also subscribe and follow me on Instagram at the Pursuit of Happiness podcast. There are more amazing podcasts and great guests coming your way soon.